Welcome to the chat on News Talk 94.1. I'm your host, Kelly Swallows, and today we're focusing on one of the nonprofit organizations doing great work around the Upper Cumberland. Today, I have with me Diane Callahan. She is with the Heart of the Cumberland. Let me tell you what they do in their mission statement. The mission of the Heart of the Cumberland is to bring hope and healing to grieving children, teens, and adults by providing peer support groups to those on a journey through grief. What a powerful mission statement. Thank you for coming, Diane. I'm so excited to be on here and talk about Heart of the Cumberland. It is a wonderful nonprofit, and if somebody has never heard of it, has no clue what they are, give us a good background. How long have they been around and how you became involved? The Heart of the Cumberland has been around for about 12 years, and it it came about... Uh, with Jill Horner, and a little bit about Jill. I think everyone knows Jill with the Horner Funeral Home. Uh, Jill lost her mother when she was only seven years old. And really, at that time, the family, I don't think her dad and everyone knew how to deal with grief. And so she carried that with her. And finally, when her dad passed away when she was 37, um it really had an impact on her about how people need, especially children, need to be, mm-hmm. they need to have the tools to deal with grief. And uh, the seed money for Heart of the Cumberland came from Jim Martin. Uh, he is a county commissioner, and his wife uh, dealt with cancer for a few years, and her her caregiver and Jill, the way I remember it, and I hope I'm not saying anything wrong, were uh, they knew each other. And so when Kay Martin passed away, that is when Jill and uh, Kay Martin's, I guess maybe she worked for hospice, when they started having a conversation about we really didn't have a grief center in this town, and Jill also had been exposed one at one travel event that she had for the funeral home to this grief center that she was really impressed with that really helped children first and families with grief. And that was how it but that was the seed that was planted at that time and how it got started. Wow, what a story. And I love it how yes, children need help grieving, but as adults, we're expected to just move on and deal with it. But this also helps, you know, grownups, too. I mean, we can grieve and it's OK to grieve and it's healthy to grieve um, and channel it instead of just not focusing on it. So I'm really excited. So it's only been 12 years. That's fairly new mission. Uh, Heart of the Cumberland. I thought you guys had been around a lot longer. Are you looks here on your mission? You're a Christ centered community groups provide peer support. So this isn't just therapy to just kind of help you talk things through. Christ is a part of this, correct? Well, yes, it is Christ-centered, and um, we are not counselors. We we do not have a licensed counselor uh, on staff. The peer support group, the way we have it organized, when adults are coming for grief support, we try to put those people in groups that have had the same kind of grief, for instance. Jill and I are co-facilitating a group right now of mothers who have lost adult children. Mm. And we have a great curriculum that has been put together 
by heart of the Cumberland over this 12 years. It's really great curriculum. We use the curriculum, and it's Christ-centered with Bible verses, and, and we pray, and we have a it's 11 sessions each time. We have a spring group, a, a fall group, and we have summer groups. So then there might be a group of men who have lost adult children. I have co-facilitated a group of mothers who've lost young children. Mm-hmm. And we want to continue to grow a lot so, because the help comes from us guiding and facilitating, but from them getting comfort from each other, mm-hmm. learning from the other mother that it's normal what they're feeling. And they might be at different stages. Absolutely. One might have lost their child recently yes. or lost a loved one recently. Another one might be three years into it and still grieving. And that's okay to still grieve, um, but coming together and working together as peers. And okay. that's how that's how they get the help. Yes. So it's not just you all with the Heart of the Cumberland. It's sometimes who they're in the group with. That can be the, the big yes. turning point. And some of those people that go through the grief support groups, then they become facilitators mm-hmm. as they go through their journey of grief and get stronger mm-hmm. to help others. And then I just want to say that it's all age groups and uh, a whole nother uh, segment of Heart of the Cumberland are the school groups, and it's called Best Best Groups uh, Support. And we're actually in the schools from second grade up through eighth grade at this time. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have another curriculum that is being used in 26, 28 counties. Oh, wow. So big range. And and one thing, Kelly, I want to say, we are the only grief uh, support center group uh, organization in the state of Tennessee. Are you serious? The, the, our model. Wow. Now churches, you right. know, they have they use they have their own grief ministry. Some do, some don't. We want to partner with the churches. We're willing to go into the churches and and train uh, their own members to have their own ministry. We're willing to do that free and take our curriculum. But uh, the school group is a whole a whole different thing. And um, but we're in several counties using our curriculum. That's great. And Diane, what is your uh, what is your job title at the Heart of the Cumberland? Yes, I am the development director, and it's a brand new position that they have not had. They have done great over the last twelve years. Uh, with great volunteers and supporters, but a small staff. And so it's time to grow. We want to get the word out. Kelly, we thank you today for having me on here. That is my role, Mm -hmm. is to, um, I'm meeting with pastors. Um, I want to meet with uh, hospice personnel. We want to get the word out. We want to serve more people. We want to encourage more people to volunteer Mm -hmm. because we want to grow because grief is universal. Mm -hmm. Everybody at at some point in their life will suffer grief. Yes, it's inevitable that it will happen. And I love how the Heart of the Cumberland has such a good curriculum. I believe I was at one of your fundraising uh, campaigns a few years back and sharing about the curriculum and how it can be adapted into not just Tennessee, but you can share it 
nationally and internationally if you can, because this could be a model that everyone else can use. Yes. And that is so helpful. Um, and I'm really grateful to have Heart of the Cumberland here, Diane Callahan. We have two more segments, so come right back to hear more. Welcome back to the chat on News Talk 94.1. I'm your host, Kelly Swallows, with Diane Callahan. She's the Director of Development for Heart of the Cumberland. Let me give you their website, heartofthecumberland.org. Go there for all the information about their peer support groups. And again, I want to share the mission. It's to bring hope and healing to grieving children, teens, and adults. These peer support groups will help them journey through their grief. They are located at 25 West Broad Street, right here in downtown Cookville. And I want to find out this is a fairly newer location, Diane, correct? Exactly. Uh, they moved, Heart of the Cumberland moved there. I think it was last June. I don't think they've not been there a year, a year. Uh, Stephen Street Baptist Church uh, it has helped us through COVID, even though we have a new location, and I'd love for everyone to come by someday. We're on the second floor and uh, in Suite 11. I think that's right. Yes. But um, during COVID, we have been at Stephen Street at some of their buildings with our group so that we could social distance and wear the mask and, and all that. But uh, So you've going, not stopped meeting. You've actually kept it going, yes. which is great. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I know everybody was on the Zoom meetings and all the virtual, but it's just not the same as being in person and being able to have that interaction and that support. Um, whether you can hug someone or not, it just means a lot to be in the same room as someone who's, who's dealing with it. So you're at your new location um, and you obviously continued your mission. And what kind of volunteer situation? Do you have a need for volunteers at the heart of the Cumberland? We do, especially facilitators. So we're having facilitator training um, May 1, and the location will be at Washington Avenue uh, Baptist Church. And we have recruited about 30 people That's a to come amount. to this training. And we're looking for facilitators from churches and when they actually come to the facilitator training, uh, they may decide that they want to do this ministry in their own church, mm-hmm. or they may want just to volunteer with us. But if anyone is interested in being a facilitator, just call us. Your um, number, 931-525-2600. Even if it's after that May 1st date, they want to get in touch with you heartofthecumberland.org or 525-2600 to become a facilitator or at least learn a little bit about it and and train to do it. And not just limited to churches. Anyone who is around, I mean, anyone can can learn how to help others go through a grieving process. And with this year that we've had, there's been a lot of of grief, um, even due to COVID and just this separation of being away from someone that maybe they couldn't attend a funeral or they didn't have a funeral yet because of COVID. You know, there was a lot of places where you didn't find closure. Did you have a of kind of an up spike in cases where you were dealing with more people? And Kelly, the tornado. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even though the tornado, it's, it's been over a year. I had someone to call just a few days ago. This person is a child care uh, professional and a little boy that was in her class uh, lost his life in the tornado. We have a tornado support group. Mm. In fact, I think we have more than one. Oh, wow. And it wasn't her child, but she needs to come to the tornado mm-hmm. support group. Right. So, uh, and this May 1 training is for our summer groups. 
and then we'll have the fall groups coming up. So it's ongoing. Mm-hmm. It's We don't even wor- want to worry so much about dates. We want people who are interested to contact us, yes. and we will direct, direct them from there, mm-hmm. or someone that's grieving. Yes, they can be a great person who can come in and touch base with people. And then, as you said, I love that people who have gone through the Heart of the Cumberland program then end up potentially becoming a facilitator in the in the end, which is great. Again, talking with Diane Callahan, the development director for the Heart of the Cumberland. Can you walk me through whether I am referred to you as a child or an adult? I find where Heart of the Cumberland is. I find who you are. What is the process from meeting you all and then walking us through our journey through grief? I'll start out with our best peer support groups in the schools. There is uh, forms, of course, that the children have to take home and get approval and get their guardians, parents, whoever, uh, to approve for them to be in a peer support group in the schools. Uh, Do you work with the guidance counselors and teachers that refer? Kelly, I actually will start my work in the schools in the fall. I've not been a part of that yet so much as I have the adult peer Mm -hmm. support groups. But Molly Cornwell is the manager and director over that. And uh, so I'm sure it's guidance counselors and teachers that know that a child is struggling. Some of these children, their parents are in jail. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's drug problems. Um, They're being raised by a grandparent. You know, there's there's all kinds of situations that the children need this help. And the hour that they meet with our volunteers and staff is an hour, I guess, that would be free time or, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're able, the schools allow them. And let me say, the schools have been wonderful in our county, and we're in all the schools in the county, Mm -hmm. and we really do appreciate that. And in the last year, we have have ministered and had support for over 300 children in our schools. And it's right now just Putnam County, or do you have a wider reach? Well, like I said, our curriculum is in 26, 28 counties, but we as a staff and our volunteers We do just Putnam County. So there's room for growth. I'm crossing my fingers because I think everybody should have access to this. It's so incredible. The model of the Heart of the Cumberland, I know you shared the background. Does a group like this or an organization, nonprofit, exist like this in other states that you modeled it after? Or is it just, okay. Thanks for asking that question because I love to benchmark uh, organizations that are successful. And there's one I'm working with right now. And it's Calm Waters. Um, I love that that name. I know. Right now I'm thinking, is that Oklahoma or Arizona? But anyway, uh, they are so helpful. And they just actually have moved into their own building. And they are they have so many great programs or uh and willing to share with you some oh, of their ideas. Yes, I'm um I've got a great relationship with the development director there. And uh, she is helping me so much, and they have grown. Uh, it's just unreal what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, you, there's not across the United States uh, that many grief centers to this model. Um, it's, I mean, it's being taken care of in other ways, 
But of course, I think that our model is the best. Oh, well, I, I truly didn't know about it before I moved to Cookville and going to some of the fundraising functions with you all. And it is astounding the work you do. And it, that one hour that you might have with that student can be so impactful um, because everybody deals with grief differently. Every single person will be handling it in a different way. And the fact that they're just being heard or able to just listen, they might not even say a word in some of these sessions, right? It's just they're there to observe and know that they're loved and cared for. And they're understood that it's normal to have grief and it's healthy. Yes. We'll be right back with Diane Callahan with Heart of the Cumberland. We're back with News Talk 94.1, The Chat. I'm your host, Kelly Swallows. Today, joining me is Diane Callahan, the Development Director, the Heart of the Cumberland. If you have not heard about it, I encourage you to go to their website, heartofthecumberland.org. You can donate there. You can find out more information, see how you can give back. Their phone number is 931-525-2600. And of course, try to find them on Facebook and follow them. Uh, They have great resources for you to follow. Diane, this is the segment where we get to talk about how the community can jump into action. What is coming up for the Heart of the Cumberland? Yes. The first thing you need to do is call me. Call her. (laughs) Call me because uh, if you want, if you have someone you know that's grieving or if you're grieving or someone you think would be good as a volunteer, you know, facilitating is something we really need. But there's a lot of other opportunities. If you want to volunteer, there'll be a place for you. They'll find something for you to uh, do. Well, uh, Kelly, this is what's going on right now. I'm going to talk about the big payback. And it is a chance for the community to donate to a nonprofit that's involved in the big payback uh, for this 24-hour period. So, like I said, I was hired as development director. It's a new position there. And it my purpose is to grow, grow awareness, grow our volunteers, grow the number of people we serve. So we didn't have a database system. Oh, well, we need to get that. Yes, Kelly. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I worked at the Chamber of Commerce before, and we one time had a 1,000 members. And, of course, you can't keep up with everybody um, and and communicate with them and have all their information if you have to look through different lists. And like I said, Hearth Cumberland's done great, and they've used Excel spreadsheets, and there's a lot of different lists that are good. But if we grow, we need to have our contacts at our fingertips so mm-hmm. that we can reach out to them, that we can thank to them, thank them, do a newsletter and all and that. And it be integrated with like an email and all that so it's not double touching something. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's just to be more efficient. So when is this big payback? When can we start donating? Oh, thank you so much. This is going to be, and go to our Facebook to, okay. to look at more details, but it's a 24-hour period and it will begin on May the 5th, and I believe that's a Wednesday, and it will start at 6 p.m., and it'll last till 6 p.m. on May 6th. Now, on May 6th, the Heart of the Cumberland has a booth at the Bissapalooza at the Chamber. Right. That's on a Thursday night. Okay. So that first hour, if you're there, you could come by our booth, and people who and donate. donate toward our new database system, 
that's going to help the grieving and mm-hmm. uh, increase more what people. we can do. Mm-hmm. Yes, just to reach more. Yeah, reach more people. That's every person grieving is important. Every child. But anyway, that's we our goal is twenty five hundred, mm-hmm. and that will pay for a whole year. We're going to do that number twenty five hundred oh. and twenty four hours. Come on, Upper Cumberland, you can do this. I'm so excited. And then the other thing is the annual banquet um, that we did not get to have due to COVID last year. We're already planning and so excited about Thursday, October the 19th. It will be at the river. You will hear more about that, but just make a mental note. October the 19th, we'll have a great program, good food, and we'll get you out on time. Yes. And uh, I'm looking forward to that to that banquet. And is that typically like a table host situation? So if you're interested, you can come and bring five, six, seven, eight of your friends and bring them to the river for a great meal. And then there'll be an ask at the end. And my big thing is coming to these, even if you don't have a ton of money to to donate, you can learn about this organization and your word of mouth and passing that information along can do wonders. I'm just telling somebody you meet that's maybe new to the community or they've lived here for years and never heard of the heart of the Cumberland. You can share the mission with them. Um, Everybody you talk to is someone who everybody has dealt with grief. There's not a single person alive unless they are an infant that doesn't even know what grief is yet. Everybody has dealt with grief at some level. And so the heart of the Cumberland uh, with the few minutes we have left, is there anything else you can share about um, to, to make knowledge of how we can get in touch with you or how a volunteer can get more involved with heart of the Cumberland or how we can get people to you to, to solve their grief? Yes. Well, uh, you can, First of all, the website is great to let you know about our events and what's going on, and that will be good information, and also our Facebook. But you need to call us, and the process is, if you call, we give you, let's say a person calls, and like I said, the lady that called and is suffering over the the loss of the little boy that was in her school group from the tornado. So what we do, I will get her in touch with the program manager, who is Kim Mendoza, for our groups, and she will get her to fill out her papers, the contact information and everything that we need for her to be part of the tornado group, the summer groups that are, will start soon. And then a facilitator, There, are, there's papers to fill out uh, just to get contact information and your story and why are you interested. And But it is very, very simple, Kelly. Mm-hmm. It's just contacting us, coming by, calling, um, and we will take it from there as far as uh, giving you information when you can begin training, when you can begin being part of a group. We'll work with you. It's so important. We will respond quickly, and you'll have what you need to get started. And does anyone going through the program at Heart of the Cumberland have any fees that they have to pay, or are all the services free? It's all free, and that comes from our great donor base. We have uh, organizations that donate monthly and uh, and then the big banquet is is uh, always been one of our main fundraisers but everything is offered free to the people that we are serving the children 
And I think the children are so important. Mm -hmm. And then you think of adults that are left dealing with that child's grief. Right. They need help, too. And it's good to know that if your child's grieving and maybe they're at a different level than you, you know that they're being taken care of and at least heard and and getting wrapped arms around them so they can heal. Well, Diane, I can't thank you and your staff so much from the bottom of our hearts that you, number one, exist um, but you take take people alongside of you each and every day who are grieving and give them hope and let them journey through it. However long it might take somebody to journey through that grief, you're there with them. You're with the school-aged children all the way up to adults, men, women of all ages, um, of all stages of grief. So thank you, Diane. Thank you to the Heart of the Cumberland and all of the staff. Mark your calendars for your October 19th, 2021 at the River for their annual banquet. We need you to step up for the Heart of the Cumberland for these folks who are grieving. Thank you, Diane, for coming. Thank you for having me, Kelly.